coming up on episode six of the unscrewed mind rusty and i talk about five side effects or symptoms of a spiritual awakening we talk about what you may experience physically how relationships might change and how your environment might change it's a real interesting conversation now sit back relax and enjoy the show what are we talking about man so today um the a subject that I've, I've kind of been kicking around anyway before you mentioned it, and I'd, I'd done some Googling, and then you brought it up, and I was like, you know what? I really think this is going to be a perfect podcast, is problems that appear during a spiritual awakening. And so we have, we have some that we want to highlight, some that we want to talk about. First off, let's, let's start with the physical ones, Rusty. What are, what are some things, you know, as you start to awaken to... All the all the spiritual stuff that's out there. What are some things physically that happen to you that you may not be expecting? Well, the funny thing is, is as much as we talk, which is on a daily basis, mm-hmm. neither one of us has mentioned that we're sleeping pretty bad. Not right. And but that when when we started talking about it this morning, that was the first thing I mentioned. I haven't slept well in forever. Right. And so it's something that has messed with me for several months now. And I'm not saying that I never get a good night's sleep, but if I meditate prior to going to bed, especially Mm -hmm. it like it almost increases my energy to the point where I'm not in control of that energy. So, and you really can't channel energy into sleep or if you can, I don't know how, um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but if now my wife, on the other hand, I, I mean, she can meditate and go straight into sleep. So it definitely affects mm-hmm. every person differently, but definitely you're going to notice that you can't sleep as well. Once you start trying to listen to your thoughts and see what your thoughts are, I think. Um, and then an, another big one is, is you will feel, and I've heard of, uh, different people and uh, my wife getting uh, a headache from it. So okay. you know how you'll feel the, you know, the, the crown of your head or in the middle of your forehead, third eye, you feel those different chakras lighting up. And mm-hmm. in some people that actually causes them to get a headache, I have not had any headaches, but like, like I said, she has mentioned it. Have you, have you had any of that? I haven't, I haven't had any, any headaches per se, other than, you know, kind of what I would say would be the typical amount. I haven't noticed that being a big difference. Um, one thing, and, you know, obviously when we, when we decide we're going to start talking about, um, side effects of a spiritual awakening, I Googled side effects and hopefully I don't manifest some of these in my life just because I know that they're a possibility, (laughs) but I was thinking, you know, one thing that one thing that kind of obviously I think goes hand in hand is um, extreme fatigue, forgetfulness, you know, having some memory loss or a lack of com- concentration. I experience those things. To me, though, I feel like they're a direct result of me not sleeping well because I, I get kind of in this trap where um, I'll kind of let my day run through my mind or what I need to do the next day. And even though I I have all of these strategies for being more mindful and being more present and paying attention to my thoughts and just kind of letting them flitter away, I can't seem to do it when it's time to go to bed. 
And um, I'm not really sure kind of what the solution is. But now that I know that's sort of natural, maybe I can just feel more at ease with it and understand that at some point, maybe it's it's going to pass. I, I just remembered something that you said that you had noticed um, was that you were hearing like a, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Different. Um, oh, you said that when you had read that when you raise your vibration, that you'll hear different uh, frequencies. Do you remember yeah, telling me yeah. that? And yeah, so I do. That, that's another thing that happens. And it's just crazy. It's not crazy because it's, it's manifestation and it's you making changes. So you're physically changing as mm-hmm. you mentally change. And, right. you know, you can, you can really cause yourself um, good or harm with this, but I think that you are definitely going to see and feel things that are not the exact way that they've always been for you. But that's just some, some of the physical things. Um, and we've got, we've definitely got some other things to talk about here that don't really, I mean, to me, I don't really see this as something that I was thinking about when I'm thinking about a spiritual awakening. I'm not, and it's losing friends. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm spiritually awake, doesn't that mean that I've got more friends? Um, I think you have more friends, but maybe you just haven't found them yet. And so it's interesting to think about when you, when you raise your vibration and you're in kind of your old environment, you're not, you're not the same person that built that environment. And then the, the people that are, that are in that environment with you, they haven't, maybe they haven't changed or they haven't raised their vibration like you had. And so you're having all these really conscious thoughts and you're thinking in a different way now, and maybe you don't jive with uh, the people that were in your group anymore. And I think um, that's kind of a, this is something that a lot of people are going to run into is that you're, you're having these new thoughts and these new experiences, but who do you, who do you share them with? Because it's possible that, that those people close to you may not believe what you're going through is real or, um, you know, you may not feel comfortable enough to bring it up to them yet. And so I can, I can see why one of the problems of a spiritual awakening could be your friends disappearing, but in the long term, maybe this is good for you. I mean, I've certainly had some, some people that were in my life that probably weren't the best thing for me, maybe the the best influence, or we were just together because we enjoyed doing something that uh, probably wasn't good for us anyway. And so I think uh, this is a, a good thing, but in the short term, it may seem like a bad thing. And, and they, and, you know, people are attracted to certain things about you in the beginning. So if you mm-hmm. start, uh, me for one was somebody that had a lot of negative, uh, talking points, um, or, you know, not necessarily just hardcore negative, but just wasn't necessarily looking for the positive of things. Um, right. And start talking about that kind of stuff and making a joke out of it. And I think you do it too, Matt. Uh, we both. Oh, that was one of my, one of my favorite things about you was just how, uh, sarcastic you could be. And like, I enjoyed that, that part of your personality and, 
and really like being sarcastic as well. And so bouncing, bouncing that stuff off of you. Um, I mean, it made for some hilarious commentary and conversations, but I don't, I mean, it's not, probably not healthy, you know? Oh man, that, you know what, that's something that I really haven't thought about is our sarcasm um, is at a minimum pretty much because yeah. Yeah. we were, uh, it's definitely not a, a positive feeling. Um, <laughs> I think, I think that laughing is obviously important to anyone, but laughing about stuff that is negative is making you feel like that you need to be chasing a negative thought. And then other people are used to you acting that way. And then when mm-hmm. you stop acting that way, they're like, okay, well, this isn't who I signed up to be around. Right. Right. And I think uh, we may be getting a little off topic, but laughing, laughing at a joke that makes you feel superior to someone else is just, I mean, it just sounds bad when you put it that way, you know, yeah. it just sounds terrible. And then the next thing on the list that we've got here is society disapproving. Yep. That? Yep. You know, I think when you spirituality in normal circles just has kind of a, a negative connotation, whether it's, um, you know, you're a hippie, right? Um, you're a flower child. You're um, you got your head in the clouds, you're spacey. And like, does that even does that fit into kind of the everyday society where you want you want results right away. You want it now, now, now. And this like spirituality is more of a, like a, it's more like a journey over time. And so I don't know if you've, and I don't think you feel this way because you've, we've had conversations. I mean, you're just more out in front with your spirituality and you talk about this with, with everyone you meet. That's what makes you, um, you rusty. But for me, it's like sometimes in certain circles, it's hard for me to to bring up the way I feel or like why, like the the reason why I'm so positive all the time or the reason why I feel so good all the time. Like it's tough for me to bring that up because I'm afraid of this stigma of, you know, like this, like the self-help stuff that I'm reading and, uh, you know, the fact that I meditate, I'm j- I just hesitate to share that sometimes and I don't know why. Yeah. But well, now I do know I, why it's because society disapproves. You know what I mean? I I think the difference between you and me on that though is, is I will say like lead into talking about this with somebody that I don't really know as well as Mm -hmm. this is going to sound crazy, but I want (laughs) to, you know, I mean, I like, I try to put them at ease and let them know that however they feel about it, is not necessarily going to affect me. And if they do feel that way, it's not necessarily something bad about them, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's really what I try. I really want people to be at ease when I'm talking to them, um, you know, about my spiritual awakening, because it, I want them to see that it's benefited me and how it's benefited me. And, um, you know, just, just focusing on that, focusing on them. And, you know, I tell, tell people about manifestations that have happened uh, for me and I, you know, I follow it up with, but that's actually not, I'm not telling you about that because I want you to know that I'm able to do this. I'm telling you about mm-hmm. it to give you a reason to want to do it as well. And, to start. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, it's, 
it's definitely something that is not programmed into our society. It's not in school. It's not on TV. It's not Mm -hmm. anywhere that I've seen. But now I will notice that I start seeing quotes and things from people that are famous and, um, you know, just in general, and it lines up with manifestation, law of attraction, but it's not, sometimes the people are speaking from that, but a lot of times they're just, you know, speaking and it's just what they're doing, but they don't necessarily know that they're using a law. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, uh, you know, some people are just really good at something without ever having to like qualify it or quantify it. It just is for them. And that, you know, that's okay. Lucky them, you know? Well, well, it's really just more, I think too, is the programming of that person or the, the paradigm of them is of one of belief. And that's why it's, it's so important to, you know, get your kids to understand this information and start practicing thinking good about themselves and knowing that they are the kind of um, child that can do whatever they want to do and don't give them one of your limitations. And I think that, uh, you know, some people are just so good at um, building somebody else up. And that's, that's where these people are coming from or the exact opposite of it. And they're, they're fighting against everything that was. Yeah. Yep. Two very strong motivators for sure. Number four is occupation. So occupation, uh, you know, what you're doing today is maybe not what you want to do tomorrow. And especially after, especially after a spiritual awakening. Yeah. I mean, chances are you're not the same person, you know? Right. And Maybe you haven't been wanting to do it though the entire time, but you just didn't think that any other paths were open. And so mm-hmm. once you start realizing that you're the one that's creating the path, you start looking at, is this really what you wanted to do? And if the answer is no to that, or maybe it's just, you do want to do what you're already doing. Ooh, that was a mouthful. But <laughs> but you just don't want to be in the position in the company that you're in or you want to you want to progress a certain way. And so now you start moving towards that or you might just find that, you know, you would rather go fly a kite during the day and, you know, relax and go hiking, see the world, do things that are more spiritual on a daily basis instead of sticking to what you've been told that you have to do. Right. And I think, I think the thing to think about here is that you have like, you have a, like a divine purpose in life. At least this is what I feel like you, you have like, there's, there's a perfect situation for you somewhere. And and as you, as you become more spiritual and as you raise your vibration and you start to get in tune with that higher purpose for yourself, you can, it can create a lot of friction if you're really far away from it or if you're really close and um, you can just feel trapped in what you're doing currently. And so, you know, these feelings are natural. And I think that um, it's something that everyone sounds to me like something that everyone would go through when they're awakening spiritually. 
I mean, I think with this one, you really have to get in touch with who you are now and who you want to be and, and figure out a way to get in alignment with what you want, or just trust that the universe is going to make that, uh, that transition for you and allow it to happen when it does. And, um, you know, I think you'll, you'll truly find the spot where you're supposed to be happy. And, and you can be thankful immediately for the contrast that you've had to show mm-hmm. you what you don't want. And that's what is so great about contrast or, or what we call negative most of the time is yeah. shedding light on, Hey, this isn't the job for me, but this could be the job for me type situation and, mm-hmm. and just not being scared to try something new because you yeah. think you're going to fail and knowing that when you're using the law, um, then it, you've, you've already got a leg up because it's, it, you've got a higher, higher being guiding you instead of you just being alone. Cause you've actually never been alone, but you just don't know that. That's a, that's a really, really uh, great way to look at it. You know, you, you don't know, what you like or what you don't like until you try something. And so, you know, wh- wherever you're at right now, if, if you don't like it very much, you, you've experienced it. If you've learned some lessons that I'm sure are positive. And so don't be afraid to move on to something that you think you might like more. Uh, last, the last topic we want to talk about that's kind of a problem of a spiritual awakening is this, is a feeling of loneliness. Uh, Rusty and I are really lucky in that we have, each other to talk to kind of about what we're experiencing and what we're going through. But I wonder if someone comes across this on their own, Rusty, like what did they, what do they do to combat this feeling of loneliness, even though it's completely natural because you're, you're awakening in a world where all the people around you may be sleeping. Well, I think that this podcast to me is something that is directly helping me with with that because when you go out i mean this goes back to losing friends type uh deal as well so it's kind of full circle here but when you're sitting there and you want to talk about the law of attraction you want to talk about your spiritual awakening with people sometimes nobody's available for that and i think that matt and i both's overall goal is to make this we we want a community of people that are wanting to experience the same things that we're talking about or are experiencing and just the collaboration of it is so important i think the you know that that can help you with loneliness is just seeing and looking up i mean searching the internet for this information you see millions of people that are going through these same type of deals. I mean, there's tons and tons of websites, YouTube channels, podcasts mm-hmm. already dedicated to this. And the only reason why you weren't aware of it is because you weren't aware of it, basically, you know? And you'll see that people are drawn to you um, if you will allow them to be. And that is mm-hmm. where everyone runs into problems in every aspect of their life is they don't allow it or they don't actually want it. And they're pretending that they do. (laughs) Right. That's deep. That's super deep. And you know, it's, it's hard to, and in the beginning, it's hard to write down 
exactly what you want. And then once you write down what you want, you know, four months, five months will pass. Let's say that you're working towards that goal. And you might say, that's not what I want now. So you can have multiple times that you change your mind and that's fine. But I I just think that you become a little bit more withdrawn when you're, when you're looking at this stuff, because you've noticed your entire life that you have been searching for the answer on the outside of you. And it has been on the inside of you the entire time. And so once you start going within the loneliness Really, you you really shouldn't be lonely because you're never you're never alone. <laughs> or you're the universe, right? How could the universe be lonely? Become a part of the Unscrewed Mind by following us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Unscrewed Mind. Also, feel free to email Rusty and I. Our address is unscrewedmind at gmail.com. Tell us what you thought of the show, pitch a subject for a future show, or just say hi. And until next time, stay grateful.